Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. In episodes 79 and 82, I talked about some of the best life advice I've ever received. And a lot of people really responded favorably to these two episodes and started shooting us some of their favorite life advice. And, and we love your feedback. We love it when you, when you, you engage with us and, and share ideas with us. And so uh, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about five of them that kind of stood out to me and that are somewhat relevant, I think, to, to this podcast and this content. And, and so I just thought it'd be fun to kind of share a few of these with you. Um, received a lot of really, really cool ones. Uh, let's see here. So number one, never be afraid to say you're sorry. Come on, Tess. Why you got to do me like this? This is from my friend Tess. This, <laughs> this is one that came in, and I just think this one in general, in our society, in our culture today especially, is more relevant than ever before, that we live in a culture that just says you should never apologize for anything because when you apologize, it shows weakness, and it shows that you were wrong, and heaven forbid that you're wrong. And so don't apologize. You just steamroll people, and you move on. And if you were wrong... Well, eh, let's just let's just move past that. And so I like that my friend Tess named this, that we shouldn't be afraid to say that we're sorry. And if my my wife Sarah is listening to this, she's probably nodding her head violently up and down. And when I get home, she'll probably say, "See, Travis, you need to apologize more." But I, I do think this I think this one's relevant for for many reasons. One, I just think contextually with where we're at in society, I just think it's so important. But I think as we're on this journey, this, this journey of life, and again, we're pursuing meaning here. We're not pursuing money. We're pursuing meaning. And a part of that is like the relational piece. That it's okay if we're wrong. It's okay if we mess up. But we need to make this thing right. We need to apologize for when we let people down. And I think as it relates, especially if, for, for listeners that are married, you have a partner, we're going to mess up on this stuff. Like it's going to happen. Like we are going to make money mistakes. And what, what I see a lot in, in my clients and just people that I have the, the privilege of interacting with is what happens is all these little mistakes add up and they build up and they build up and they build up. And then we start to carry resentment, guilt, regret, mistrust. And this stuff can weigh so heavy on our finances and our marriages and so being able just to draw a line in the sand and say, I messed up, I'm sorry, and then make best efforts to make, not make that mistake again, I think is so, so important. So thank you, Tess, for calling me out, and Sarah will thank you later. Number two, if you live for their approval, you will die from their rejection. Oh, this is from my friend Josh. Josh, dude. This one, this one spoke, spoke pretty 
directly at me. And, and just kind of this, this journey that we've been on with meaning over money. And, and this idea of living different. When we live different, I've had people on Instagram recently just skewer me for saying that money isn't important, but handling it well is. And I just get skewered when I try to downplay the importance of money. And when I say money can't make us happy, we need to have our needs met, but once our needs are met, money is not going to make us significantly happier. When I say things like that, when Cole and I produce content that, that talk about things that are very countercultural, people, man, their rejection is, is, is brutal. Some of the people in my life, like people that have like just really criticized some of my life choices of quitting my job, taking a 90% pay cut, selling our home, renting a townhome for a season of life with our two little kids. So many decisions get criticized. And so I love this. If you live for their approval, you will die from their rejection. And I think the good news is, and I can't say I've always been this way, but the good news is I stopped living for people's approval many years ago. And if this, if this quote is true, if I hadn't stopped living for their approval, I think their criticism, their rejection could have really crushed me. I think it really could have taken a toll on me emotionally. And so I love that. If you live for their approval, you will die from their rejection. I love that. Another quote, how much better could things be if you were everything you could be? And I read it a few times and I was like, mm, I don't know what I think about that. And the more I thought about that, I'm just like, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. That is a fantastic point. How much better could things be if you were everything you could be? And I see this a lot in the, in the people that I, that I work with that they're doing okay. Like, and we've talked about this on the podcast. Doing okay is a tough place to be because you just never know how much better it could be. And you could say, well, it could be worse. And so I love this idea of, of really just recognizing if we're everything we could be, if we do our best, we'd, we play our part, it could be so much greater than it is. And, and I'm, I've fallen short in a lot of areas of life when it comes to that, that narrative. But when it comes to the finances, we've done really well. I think we've, be, we've been everything that we could be. And I'm so glad that we got there early in our marriage because I don't know where we would be if we didn't. I think there's a lot of areas we could still apply this to. But I love that. I love that idea that we could be in such a, a, a much better place if we were just who we could be, if we were everything that we could be. So love that. Love that one. Number four, uh, number four comes from a young friend of mine that's pursuing a, a career in Major League Baseball. And so I, I, I think I know where this quote comes from and why it's relevant in his life um, with some of the stuff he's battled. But life is a metaphorical thunderstorm. You put on your raincoat and let all the things falling off of you just rinse away. And we've talked a lot about about this idea that life is going to happen and life is going to hit hard. It's not if, it's when. Life is going to get us. And so I love this idea 
that we need to let this let the let it all just rinse away because it can feel heavy as the years pass as things happen as we endure pain it can just build up and build up and build up and i've had to in my in my my 3 years of running my business i've really had to learn to let things rinse away because if i didn't i just think i would carry so much. I think I already carry too much, but I think I would carry so much more if I couldn't let it rinse away. And so I love that quote. I love that idea, that that advice of it's going to rain, but we need to let it rinse away. Um, otherwise, we're just going to be just sopping wet in misery. So thanks, dude, for sh- sharing that. Number five, if you wouldn't ask someone for advice, don't take their criticism too seriously. Oh, oh, I love this one. Uh, this one kind of ties back to my, uh, my 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 recent experience on social media, and just the amount of of criticism we receive, and uh, I love that because if I really if I'm really honest, a lot of the criticism I receive is from people that I wouldn't take advice from, and so I love that idea that we need to we need to take criticism. I think we should take criticism. I think we we also live in a culture where. We're not, we, we shouldn't take any criticism and, 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 and screw them or they, have, they don't know what they're talking about or I'm going to do me and I have my own truth. I think we should take criticism. But I think we have to be careful from where the criticism is coming. And there's a couple people in my life, and I, and I hope you have yours. I hope you have a handful of people in your life that can just be honest with you. And when they criticize you, when they give you feedback and say things that you don't want to hear from them, that you can accept that. I have, I have several that can be honest with me. And, I, and truthfully, when, when that feedback comes, it hits me heavy. And, and it really, it stings. It stings. But I also know because I trust them. I trust them that when the criticism comes, it's coming from a place of love. They're not saying it to hurt me. They're not saying it to bring me down, to tear me down so they can lift themselves up. They're telling me because they love me and they think I deserve better. But outside of that core group of people, I think this quote is right, this advice. If you wouldn't ask them for advice, don't take their criticism too seriously. And, and that's something I think Cole, Cole being a, a former Division I kicker, and man, kickers, I don't know if you, if you ever pay attention, but man, kickers, kickers get a little bit of love, but the moment they miss a kick, especially a big kick, they are garbage. They are trash. They're terrible. And, and the amount of criticism Cole has taken in his career is insane. I saw some of it before I even knew Cole. I knew who he was as a kicker, and I saw some of it on Twitter and on social media. But after I became friends with Cole, I actually went out and looked for it. It is some of the most vile, disgusting stuff I I can ever imagine. I can't even imagine saying it to another human, not even on on Twitter. And he endured it for years. And so Cole, I think, you know, despite the fact that he's significantly younger than me, I think he has really showed me what it looks like to live this out, that 
that criticism only matters if you let it matter. And sometimes it should matter, but most of the time it shouldn't. And I really appreciate that about him and his wisdom in that, that we have to, we have to be careful from where we're taking our criticism. Because it would be easy for me to just internalize it all. And every time somebody tells me to do this or do that, or tries to just accuse me of just being a terrible person or being an idiot, I have to really be careful to not internalize that. And I, it's the price we pay when we're more public with, with our platform and our ideas and we're sharing things that are kind of controversial at times. And so I appreciate Cole's heart for really walking alongside of me to help me learn when to take criticism and when not. I think I would think by this age I would have figured it out by now, but apparently I haven't. And so I love this advice, and it's something I think we can all get a little bit better at because we're living in an age where criticism is coming from everywhere, and, and we're certainly not asking for it. And so we need to make sure that we're, we're accepting it when, it when it's merited, but letting it go when it's not. So I love that. I love that advice. Thanks for sending that in. So those are the five for today. Thanks for sending those. I think there's there's a lot we can all take away from some of these, and um, I think we can all get a little bit better. So that's all I have for today. If you'd like to get a, to get a hold of us, you can find us on on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can come join our Facebook community for meaning, the Meaning Over Money podcast to discuss episodes and provide feedback and meet other listeners. We would love to have you there. Just type in Meaning Over Money podcast on on Facebook, and you can just pop right over there. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And as a podcast listener, if you decide to buy a course, please don't pay full price. You can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And if you're not interested in, in any of that, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here. And we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys.